are listening to The Moment, an interview podcast series on life. We interview and capture conversations with creative minds, thought leaders, disruptors, and the people that are doing what they love while challenging the status quo. You can find the show notes on our website, themomenthq.com, and follow us on Instagram and Facebook. But for now, let's dive into The Moment. Hello and welcome to The Moment HQ podcast, episode number 53. Today we're chatting to co-founders of Carlia, Angela and Nikki, who bring together years of senior HR experience and entrepreneurship to help organisations and individuals find success in the workplace. Through their personal and professional experiences, they've identified a significant problem in the marketplace, an inability to source quality talent quickly in a rapidly changing economy. So from this, Kalia was born. And Kalia is an industry-leading online marketplace that quickly connects highly skilled and vetted female professionals seeking flexible, meaningful work with companies in need of specialized talent. So Ange and Nikki are on a mission to help skilled women build successful businesses, whether that's in their own business or for one in which they work. So let's find out more and jump into the conversation. Good morning, ladies. Morning, Monica. How are you? Great. Thank you. That's good. So take us back a little bit. How did the two of you meet? Oh, we actually met at the start of our HR careers, so 15 or so years ago. Um, we were in our, I think, first HR jobs for both of us. Um, Pretty close. Yep. Very so. early 20s. <laughs> <laughs> Way back. So um, over the years, we've um, ebbed and flowed in terms of how much we've seen each other and how much we haven't, but our lives kind of re-collided again recently, and so now we're taking this adventure together. Sounds wonderful. Nothing like working with friends, I guess. Yes, absolutely. And it does help that our husbands both love mountain bike riding. <laughs> <laughs> so you can send them off together. And yes, <laughs> on Facebook or building the business or whatever we're doing <laughs> together. That's awesome. Now, obviously, Carly is very new. So what really made you guys want to create this platform? Okay, well, we actually had slightly different reasons for doing it, but they came together really nicely. Mm-hmm. So, um, so uh, Angela is, is my name, um, and I had a background um, most recently in executive recruitment, and I would interview just the most amazing women who couldn't quite commit to the full-time roles that were available in the market um, for whatever reasons, whether that's personal reasons, family reasons, but the calibre was so high. Um, And I guess from being GM of HR for a number of years, I could see that this talent was really needed in corporate, um, but they just weren't able to access those opportunities. And because uh, of the different ways that the the world was moving, particularly when we started doing a lot of research into the gig economy, we really saw that um, these women had a place in corporate. It was just about making sure that we facilitated the, the, I guess, introduction and um, facilitated them getting access to these opportunities. We also knew as working um, as, as heads of HR, whenever people were looking for consultants, they'd come to us and it would literally be whoever had their little black book of relationships to say, okay, well, if you need a keynote speaker, you know, who have you used in the past? Um, if you needed someone to do some financial analysis, you know, who's a great consultant? Mm-hmm. And it was all that internal network um, that these women just weren't quite having access to. Mm-hmm. So we 
really open that up and, and give them access because the jobs are there. There's actually a need in business. Mm-hmm. It's just it's just connecting them. Um, but Nikki does have, you know, a, a slightly different reason as well. Um, mm-hmm. I'll let explain that. Um, and, you know, that that's just the, the two takes on, on how we put it together. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, so I come from the perspective um, of having kids, so trying to juggle the work-life integration and how that, um, I guess, kind of works. I was lucky enough that I'd worked part-time for several years um, after having the kids, which is fantastic, but it, you know, really was very clear to me that in my immediate networks and in my experience that there was just this amazing network of female people out there who had amazing um, corporate experience and skills and um, professional, you know, expertise that really just wasn't being utilised to mm-hmm. the max. And, and a lot of my friends, in fact, had decided to opt out of the work workplace because they couldn't find the flexible work that they were looking for. So I guess it was a big driver for me from that personal perspective to really open up the flexible opportunities for these amazingly skilled professional women who really want to keep working in their careers and growing their careers. They just don't want to do it in a full-time capacity. Mm-hmm. And and how long ago would you say that this you were noticing this? Because are things changing at the moment because more and more people want flexible working hours? So you do see many companies are offering that, but obviously maybe it's not quite enough. Or was that just some time before the market was changing? Uh, I think that the market is changing rapidly at the moment. Um, I'm not sure which probably, I guess, really started coming first, but I think that there is definitely a push towards flexible work in the workplace at the moment. And there certainly is, um, you know, we've really noticed the the age group that females are at at the moment that they're, you know, in that 30 to 40 to 50 bracket is, is really probably the first generation that's come through that is skilled and professional and has a career and they've probably left their career a little bit, um, they've stayed in their career a little bit longer before they've potentially had kids. Um, so I guess there's a shift in the type of work that people are wanting and then and then moving forward there's a, obviously a big push into the gig economy at the moment with, um, you know, in the, in the States there's, mm. they're anticipating 40% of the workplace will be working in a gig economy type set up by 2020. So um, I guess it's kind of a, a general movement towards that requirement for flexibility, which is certainly on the agenda at the moment. Mm. Oh, sorry, Monica. Um, when we speak to, you know, some of the government departments that we're speaking to as well and any of the research we've done, women are actually setting up businesses um, more than men. Um, so we've got this drive where women are taking their skills and expertise and they're actually monetizing it in a different way that is not employment. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's happening at the same time. And when we speak to the consultants that we um, that are signed up to our platform, a number of them say, oh, I've been offered full-time work or I've been offered a job, but I actually want to work as an independent consultant. It's actually mm-hmm. my for work so we've kind of got that going on as well as companies understanding that um, to attract really great talent they need those flexibility policies so they're still um, even with attractive flexible policies internally uh, this the women that we're speaking to still don't want employment they want to operate as independent consultants mm-hmm. so that's quite interesting as well as a, as a trend 
Yeah, definitely. And so what other challenges have you seen amongst women in the workplace more recently in the work that you've obviously done with Kalia along the way? Um, look, I think the the challenge, as Ange said, there's, there's more women than ever setting up new businesses. I think one of the the biggest challenges that we've seen and certainly that we hear when we're talking to our members is the availability of skills and resources and the right network and connection with other people to be able to have the confidence to build and grow their business. Mm. Um, yeah, definitely. Um, I think that, the, as we said, with the little black book, there's these sort of closed networks. But if we can start opening those up, it just creates more and more opportunities, different conversations, um, being able to collaborate more, which really um, is a challenge when you're an independent worker by yourself or with a small team, um, actually being able to tap into uh, support networks um, in a professional setting. Um yeah, so that's really um, from from a mental health and well-being perspective, but also from a professional development perspective, um, that is something that is challenging when you're an independent consultant. So, um, yeah, that's been a, a big thing to support women with as well. Mm. So can you tell us more on how the platform actually works for anyone that's potentially interested in hearing more? Sure. So the platform is really designed to set females up for success. So there's two, well, there's three key elements to it. The the first one is the resources um, section. So we have in the, in the name of helping women to be successful in their business, we've created a range of resources and tools and templates um, that they can use within their business, as well as uh, a number of industry partnerships that will really give them the core function to be able to run their own business successfully. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing that we've integrated into the membership platform is the um, networking and, I guess, collaboration side of things. So there's a forum built within the platform that enables our members to, you know, really interact with each other and perhaps partner up on different projects or source different skill sets for um, things that they might be working on. Uh, and then the third part, obviously, is the project work and the connecting them with corporate opportunities, So, which is really about them growing their business and finding their next consulting gig. Mm. It sounds really amazing and I think it's a, such a great opportunity for anyone that is a freelancer or consultant and I think the fact that you have all those resources as well because it takes out so much of the time and effort that you know it requires sometimes to put those things together and and you know when you're working within a company you have resources available to you much more easily than when you are working for yourself so that's really yeah. great. When we were creating the resources, we actually sat down and said, okay, well, it's almost like who is your executive team? So if you're a specialist in marketing, for example, you generally in a company could go and speak to, this, to the CFO or somebody in finance to help you with financial um, assistance. Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay, well, you don't have that anymore. So how do we make sure we create cash flow spreadsheets and budget analysis and, you know, um, growth plans and sales strategy documents and everything so that you can keep growing your business but without having that team around you. Mm. Um, it's like this virtual team, I guess, um, and that's really where we came um, came to it. And we also were, were very um, – 
clear being consultants ourselves in the past that there's just so many non-billable hours in a consulting business mm-hmm. um, and if we could strip that back as much as possible so that women just could focus on servicing clients and being paid for that work that they're doing um, and we kind of take care of the rest of it with um, with the tools and templates then again you're going to just have a more successful business so mm-hmm. yeah absolutely Okay, and you guys also mentioned that you're very passionate about participating in the drive for sustainable change and gender equity. Why is that important to you? Uh, Look, I think for both of us, because we have come from corporate backgrounds, we are skilled, we are independent, we, I guess, function in the world in our own, you know, in our own right. Mm -hmm. Um, We just really wanted to make sure that that was uh, something that was available to to females and to really help set females up for success in that in that space and to um, I guess give them the, the confidence and the self esteem and the the network and um, yeah the ability to to kind of stand on their own two feet and and be considered equal in society. Mm. Yeah. And I think um, for me, I my career was accelerated exponentially under a very amazing female mentor. Um, I actually worked with her for eight years across three different companies. Wow. And um, just the opportunities that I had um, that built my career and and I guess she she also, I remember that when she was studying her MBA and she would talk to me about this innovation um, subject she was doing. And this was 10 years ago. And just the way that she sort of share her thinking about things and the way that she problem solved really helped me develop sort of that entrepreneurial drive. Um, and we know that that is quite rare still to have sort of women in those um, like positions that can really help mentor internally and help drive careers for women because the reality is, um, you know, senior women only make up about 23% of the workforce. Um, so we know that they're sort of kind of going out and doing different things or, or exiting the workforce completely. Um, and so we wanted to, I guess, give back to that community to be able to help mentor and, and guide them through as well. Mm. It's so wonderful because we are seeing more and more of these different different types of groups and organisations that are helping push women forward and helping us to really allow ourselves to use our skills and not just kind of wither away, you know, um, yeah. depending on what stage of life we're at. And, and I still find it so shocking that, you know, women are – a minority in like high exec positions and mm-hmm. and you would think like no it's not a big deal and even recently I thought oh gosh it must be improving because there's so many initiatives taking place and there is so much change happening and then I think I shortly after read an article and it was just saying how minor the the percentages still are and I was like wow yeah. like we're still doing all this stuff but there's still such a long way to go. There is, yeah. And I think with one thing that we really felt as well, having been internally, you know, executives in some pretty large ASX-listed businesses in Australia, um, is that that pace of change is still slow um, and therefore we thought there needs to be another way to mm. make change. 
um, we got a little impatient um, <laughs> internally and thought, okay, well, if it isn't going to change internally, and look, some people are getting it right, absolutely, and there's some brilliant initiatives out there. Um, the reality is everything we're reading, we're still a long way um, to gender equity in those senior roles. And so, therefore, could we not look at it a different way mm -hmm. and could we not just enable um, workforce participation in a way that works for women, mm -hmm. you know, and, and we can do that right now um, and not have to wait for, for change in, in big businesses and, and in government. So that was sort of our plan too. <laughs> Which is awesome because you've kind of gone, you know what, I'm not waiting around for something to happen outside of me. Let's just create this. And um, yeah. I think it's like, you know, when you throw the stone into the ocean and then it creates a ripple effect, I think that's kind of what you guys have done, which is going to be really wonderful to watch it grow and see how it expands and everything like that. Yeah, yeah. we're pretty excited. <laughs> <laughs> As you should be. Now, you guys have also set up a really cool Facebook group for anyone also listening who is a consultant or freelancer, and it's called Flex Tribe. Can you tell the audience a little bit about that? Because I know I'm a member of many different Facebook groups, but I came across yours and I really felt very moved to be part of it. And it felt like there was a real genuine authenticity behind the group. It wasn't just a bunch of people trying to share their things and, and kind of get ahead. Like there's a real sense of community in the group. So yeah, please share a little bit more on that as well. Yeah, I think Flex Tribe for us really is that community element. You've absolutely nailed it. So for us, the um, the differentiation between the two, I guess, is Flex Tribe is really our community of females supporting each other, helping each other grow, sharing stories, sharing the challenges of having your own business and being a consultant or a contractor, um, as you know, as well as sharing the wins because it can be quite isolating in that type of role. Um, it's it's a little bit broader in terms of there are people from a range of different. Um, I guess employment scenarios on there some are working and doing some flexible work some are entirely doing flexible work through consulting so there's a range of different people on there and I guess it really is that support network um, whereas Kalia is more specifically related to the consultants and supporting them in their businesses and finding them projects so FlexTribe is a really beautiful community that sits alongside that um, that that really does give that support to the members. Mm, absolutely and if anyone is listening and you would like to know more about Kalia you can jump on the website which is kalia.com and it's spelled c-a-h-l-i-a and I'll have that link in the show notes anyway but um before we finish up ladies I have some signature questions to ask you Ooh, so, okay. <laughs> <laughs> these are fun <laughs> um you can just take turns at going um and answer each one for the both of you so the first question is what moves you Ooh, that's a tricky one literally michael jackson song <laughs> <laughs> that's an awesome answer <laughs> <laughs> just to be clear on that <laughs> that was great <laughs> Go, Nikki. What moves me? Chasing after my children. <laughs> yeah, that's cute. <laughs> that in a different Literally. context. <laughs> I like them both. They're both such like unique responses. 
<laughs> it's good because I've asked these questions, you know, over many podcasts and it's always interesting to hear different people's responses and how people interpret the question. And, um, yeah, I, I like both of your interpretations. <laughs> okay. Uh, tell me, what do you think is your greatest asset? And with this one, I mean, just at personally as a human Um, this is Nikki. I think my greatest asset is probably my passion and my determination. Um, I love getting involved in lots of different things. I love being passionate about things. Um, I lead a very busy life with a range of different things going on and I think it's, um, yeah, it's, it's determination. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Um, okay. I would say I, from other people's, um, feedback on this one, um, I really enjoy bringing people together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, it is a bit of a Franklin Covey sort of synergize concept, but I think there's real magic that happens when you can bring people together in different ways and leveraging that through, my career has worked really well for me um, and has meant that we've been able to create this business and really be able to work well together as well. And that's really whether it be bringing different strengths together or just ideas, um, really that curating of people is something that I really enjoy and um, I think I'm good at as well. Mm, Awesome. That's like you're a great connector. I think, I don't know if Malcolm Gladwell wrote that in one of his books or if I'm like cross-referencing two different things, but I think he spoke about that as well. Yeah. All right. If you guys weren't in your current careers, what would you like to attempt? Ooh, what would I like to attempt? And they can be anything. They don't have to be related to what skills you have, anything that you would like to attempt if you could do life over again in a way? Uh, I would definitely do some kind of a travel, whether it be blog or get paid to do amazing kind of experiences globally. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that would be particularly uh, different events around yoga and health and well-being and different things would be something if I could start again I'd just go straight in my early 20s move to another country and and (laughs) set it up from there (laughs) awesome that's really good I love it uh I think I probably the well-being space is an area that I would would you know like to look at if I did life again Mm -hmm. the travel so much um although I do very much enjoy that, but it certainly does change when you've got kids and, you know, that type of thing. So that, that makes it a little bit more challenging. So the but kids I, are coming with so you the in the kid, next the class. Kids come, you know, <laughs> Love like most this. Days, most days I probably take them along with me. <laughs> no, it, it would certainly be around a wellbeing and, and um, a self-care and a, um, yeah, uh, 
Yeah, a well-being type well, of focus. We might, we might set up a well-being yeah, centre we after actually, this, Monica. Yeah. You <laughs> never know. <laughs> I've had this same conversation <laughs> with people. They'll say something. Who has I? I don't know. How, I think I was talking to Danielle Laporte. I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but um, she was saying that, oh, she'd love to do a documentary and she wanted to do it on, gosh, I can't even remember now, and and then something else. And I was like, wow, that sounds awesome. And I was like, she's like, oh, great. So I've already got one, one audience member, you know, and it's funny. Like, I think sometimes when you do these like little hypothetical scenarios, people will start to go, oh, you know, I could do this down the track. There's no like rules. You never know. Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you for inspiring us. Yoga studio into the Kalia membership down the track. (laughs) See, And then you can reflect back on this moment. We've captured it in audio. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> well, I did say to my husband the other day, one day I'd like to own a day spa, so maybe we can oh. have a like a retreat, a retreat for our members. Oh, <laughs> see, I, I think there's a bit of um, some <laughs> ideas <laughs> turning there. <laughs> um, okay, and so the final question: Tell me what your greatest indulgence is. Uh, see, again, day spa. I just could live in one <laughs> and it all involves head and foot massages <laughs> <laughs> sounds delightful <laughs> well I just went straight to food <laughs> food and night, some lovely chocolate and a nice glass of wine yeah. and then that's just my perfect moment right there there you go it's the simple things in life head massages <laughs> wine chocolate foot massages the simple things <laughs> yeah Awesome. Well, that wraps up our time, ladies, but thank you so much for chatting to us and I will share all the details in the show notes. So if you're listening and interested in finding out more, you can find the details there. Perfect. Thanks, Thanks, ladies. No worries. Take care.